What up, what up, what up? It's your boy Will Smith with Red and Bold, and I'm your MTMV sports correspondent for your Kansas City football. Cheese. What up, y'all? So, so yeah, it's uh it's coming up, you know, saying the big game between the Ravens and the Chiefs. Before I get to that, I want to talk about the the good win that we had versus the Oakland Raiders. Um, it was is a big game, or should I say, it was a big second quarter for the Chiefs. Um, I do wish we had a score in some some other quarters too. Of course, that would have gave Mahomes some more touchdowns. But it was a big win. It was um, the defense played good. Didn't start off so well, but if you look at it, the Chiefs shut out the Raiders for the for three quarters also. Uh, you know how they say um, you know the Raiders shut the Chiefs down for three quarters or shut us out, but um, the second quarter was all Mahomes needed. Of course, we had other opportunities even at the end of the game. You know, uh, Andy Reid's been showing a little mercy towards the end of the games and uh we definitely gave the Raiders some mercy at the end because we could have um scored a touchdown or, or a field goal to make it 30 something you know to go to 35 or, or 31 but we just went ahead and did the kneel down so we did have opportunity to get more points but what's the point we already had the game won so uh Mahomes and, and Demarcus Robinson uh caught fire it's like you never know who was gonna who's gonna make the big plays you can't key in on one receiver and that's how our offense is, man. We have weapons across the board. So um, on any given Sunday, on any given Sunday, um, one of our receivers could go off. McCole Hartman almost had a big game. He had a you know, a big touchdown call back for holding um, on LaShawn McCoy. And I feel like if McCoy could have let his guy go and Mahomes could have just slid to his right or ran to his right, you know, he's even better throwing on the run. And Mahomes still would have completed that pass because he threw it before McCole Harmon even, you know, got separation. <clears throat> you can see him beginning to make separation, but he anticipated. Mahomes has great anticipation on his throws. He throws guys open. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He throws to where they're going to be. I love it that he doesn't wait until they're actually open sometimes, but he kind of throws it to where they're going to be and they run up under the ball. And they can. a lot of times our receivers can continue running in stride. And that's how we get a lot of touchdowns after the catch, you know, yards after catch. So, but yeah, it was a, it was a good game. Let me tell you this: I was not worried when the Chiefs got down ten nothing. I was like, ah, oh, that's nothing. They've been down by more to the Patriots, and they've come back. So I wasn't really worried about us being down, man. It's like it's such a great feeling to know that we have a quarterback that if we get down can bring us back, and, and we're always in the game no matter what. Cause I, uh, it had it wasn't that long ago to where you know, <clears throat> if it was Alex Smith after him, we were down by a touchdown. We need a game winning game tying drive or a game winning field goal or just anything in the last two minutes that you didn't have. You hoped, but you didn't have a whole lot of faith that Alex Smith would make that that big play. And a lot of times he really didn't. <laughs> so now we have a quarterback that we we know can make the play when we need a play. It doesn't matter if we're in third, you know what I'm saying? Third and five is, or should I say third and 20 or third and 15 is like a third and five for the Chiefs. It's like nothing. You know what I'm saying? We have a quarterback that's, he's not going to throw just short of the first down. He's not going to try to get it right to the sticks, you know what I'm saying? He's going to make sure that we get the first down and 10 yards more. Like he's going to throw it beyond the first down marker. You know what I'm saying? I love that. I love that about Mahomes. I love that you don't have to be worried if we get in a second and long or a third and long um, uh, play. You know, 
whether it's like third twenty, it could be third and thirty. I'd be like, hey, you know what I'm saying? We can, we still got we can get that <laughs> because he has such an arm on him and his accuracy. His accuracy is um is is even is getting better also. Not that he ever struggled with accuracy, but you know, last year there were some times he would miss, you know, miss uh, some players, and, and he's had a couple where he's missed, he's missed some throws that you know potentially could could been touchdowns, you know, no or either first down. But um, we have the best quarterback in the league, and so the Raiders the Raiders game was a good win. It was a good win also because it is a divisional game, and so you want to win the games in your division. That helps um, to win. Um, and when you win your division, you automatically get in the playoffs. So right now we have uh, a game lead on everybody and a two-game lead on I think it's the Broncos. Somebody's over two. <laughs> but we have a game, one game or more lead in our division. And so we can go ahead and um, though it's not a, a divisional game coming up, it is a AFC, it is a conference game. And so you also want to win games in your conference due to tiebreakers if it comes down to it when uh, the playoff seeding is decided. So we definitely we definitely need this dub, man, especially. And, um, of course, I'm talking about the upcoming Ravens game. We need this W because the Ravens have been talking a lot of junk. And it seems like everybody's picking the Ravens to beat the Chiefs, and, and they hyping them up so much, making it seem like the Ravens are just unbeatable, like they're just this juggernaut when they played the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> and I can't remember how many points. They put up a lot of points. Was it 49 or 59? But they put up some uh, a lot of points on them. And um, I wish we played the Dolphins this year so we could, you know, so we could run up some score, run up some points also. But... We don't play the Dolphins this year, unfortunately. They're not on the schedule. Lucky for them. But anyway, they played the Dolphins. The Dolphins who, after even two games of the season, people are saying that this team is tanking, not even trying to win games so they can get a number one pick or a high draft pick. So, the Dolphins are a horrible team, so you can't gauge them on that. And then they played also the Arizona Cardinals, which is not a great team. And they're, they're probably be good in the future because Kyler Murray is um, the more the more experience he gets in playing games the better Kyler Murray is going to get but right now he's not there yet he's still a rookie you have a rookie head coach in the NFL and uh, that he's going to take some it's going to take some adjusting for him in the NFL and he may not be successful you know what I'm saying so Kyler Murray may still be there but if Cardinals don't win after maybe two, three seasons, uh, they may begin to look for another head coach because they have the talent in Kyler Murray. They need offensive line too, but but that's the two teams that the Ravens have beaten, and it's nothing to brag about, nothing to boast about. Now, at least the Chiefs against Jacksonville. Jacksonville does actually have a good defense. They have a very good defense. They have the top, the best cornerback in the league. And so, and we put up, we put up 40 points on them. Like we put a whooping up on them, you know what I'm saying? In Jacksonville. And so there's a lot to be said, you know what I'm saying? Then we also play the Raiders. The Raiders do not have a bad defense either. The Raiders have a pretty good defense also. <clears throat> better than, better than what they had last year. They, Vontez Burford, you know what I'm saying? They, he's a baller as much as, uh, 
he he has some dirty plays sometimes, but you know he's a he's a good linebacker. So the Raiders have some pieces. They got Tyrell Williams. You know Derek Carr is actually playing better. He looked pretty good. You know what I'm saying? And and we beat them. So we the the quality of teams that we have beaten is much better than what the Ravens have played. And so I'm tired of the commentators acting like, oh, the Ravens is just as yes, Lamar Jackson has improved. He is having a good season, a good start to the season thus far. He has improved on his passing. And I like Lamar Jackson. I think he's a very good um, player, dangerous quarterback because of the way he can run. And um, when you combine passing with that, I still don't think um, his accuracy, his accuracy is better than last year. But I still think that he's not there yet. But we'll see. It'll be a good test. I can't, you know what I'm saying? I can't poop on Lamar Jackson. He's a baller. He's balling out. He's got the same amount of touchdowns Mahomes has. You know what I'm saying? Though we, you know, we had a couple callbacks. You know, Mahomes could have easily eight, nine touchdowns right now. But so they had the same amount of touchdowns. Lamar Jackson's looking good. So they're like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Chiefs barely, what they're going off is, is how they said the Chiefs, we barely beat them last year. You know, it took overtime last year for us to beat the Ravens. The Ravens do have a, a very good defense. This will be a good test and barometer for the Chiefs. But what you also have to look at is our defense, I believe, is better than last year. I believe our um, secondary play is better than last year. Bashad Breeland made a play last weekend against the Raiders that was, you know, got his hands on the receiver, didn't give him a free release, and it was an easy pick. It was an easy pick for him. You know what I'm saying? We got two interceptions last week. Shaverius Ward got an interception. And so, even our safeties, we have better safeties than last year. I can't even remember who the starting safeties were last year. I think Daniel Sorensen was one of them. Um, can't remember who. Was it Eric Murray? I don't know. But <laughs> I don't know. It was Eric Murray. Sometimes Jordan Lucas played. I do like Jordan Lucas. I don't even think he's on the squad anymore. But um, our safety plays much better. We got the Honey Badger. Honey Badger's back there at safety. Juan Thornhill. He's back there at safety. We still got Dan Sorensen, which I, you know, I've, I don't know how many times I say I don't know if I like Dirty Dan. <laughs> but I think he's good in small doses. And so um, getting him out there on certain plays and nickel packages or whatever, he can sometimes make come up with a big play. And so I think our linebacker play has improved um, versus last season. We have a, a very good D-line in um, Alex Okafor. Okafor. Chris Jones, Derek Nottie, and Frank Clark. And then we have, you know, Chris Xavier Williams. We got Snow Passion that comes in. And so we, I think we're better defensively than last year. What I think it is, is it's going to take, continue to take time for the defense to gel together. But I do like the aggressiveness in the play of our defense and how quickly sometimes we get to the ball. We can still play a little bit better versus the run, which we, um, I think as the more games that the Chiefs play, the better the defense will be. You have to remember, this is the first year in a new defense, a 4-3 defense of, of Spags, Steve Spagnuolo. So we have to give them time for improvement. Now, if we're able to add a Jalen Ramsey to that defense, add another piece at corner, we add the best corner to the lead to this defense in the secondary, yo, <laughs> I don't know what to tell y'all. <laughs> It's going to be a long day for a lot of opposing offenses if we are able to add Jalen Ramsey to that secondary. Now, the question is, are we going to have to give up a, a major piece of, is it going to be a player? Of course, it's going to be a draft pick, but 
will the Jaguars be asking for one of our players, maybe defensive player? Are we going to lose Chris Jones for the season? You know what I'm saying? Would they trade Chris Jones for uh, Jalen Ramsey? And Jalen Ramsey, I mean, Chris Jones is one of our main contributors on the defensive side of the ball. He's been a beast. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we're not going to be able to pay both of them, Jalen Ramsey and Chris Jones, though you never know. Uh, take a look at the Rams. They're paying a, quite a quite a few players. But we know that Patrick Mahomes' contract is coming up next season, so we're going to have to have money set aside for Patrick Mahomes. He's going to become the highest-paid quarterback in the league next year when they redo his contract or give him another contract or extend him. So we shall see. But what I will say is if we are able to add Jalen Ramsey to this defense, then the Chiefs will definitely have a top 10, top 5 defense, and it's going to be, yeah. And you got Bashad Breeland on the other side. You still got Kendall Fuller. Then um, after four games, we'll have Morris Claiborne. I think he'll be able to contribute in a good way because he won't have to be that main guy. And so our secondary look, looks immensely better if we are able to add a Jalen Ramsey. Um, we're one of the teams along with uh, the Eagles, um, I think even the Baltimore may be trying to get um, um, a couple other teams. But I know the Chiefs are one of the front runners in trying to acquire Jalen Ramsey. Though the owner of the Jags has changed his tune and said that he's willing to make Jalen Ramsey the, pot, the highest paid cornerback. The question with Jalen Ramsey is, does he value a championship more? Does he? Because he said he hates losing. He wants to win. So, even with Minshew looking good and, you know, Nick Foles is going to come back, uh, there's more of a guarantee of winning. You have a better chance of going to the Super Bowl and winning with Patrick Mahomes than you do with the Jaguars right now. It may take the Jags a couple more years, and the Chiefs are ready now. You know what I'm saying? It's the Chiefs and the Patriots. And and breaking news, I just saw that – Just saw that the Patriots release Antonio Brown, so they won't have Antonio Brown anymore. They just still have Josh Gordon and the other receivers that they had before, but they have released Antonio Brown. So, but in that regard, but so it'll be interesting to see, is he going to value the money over winning? If he values winning, then you definitely got to choose the Chiefs. I mean, you'll be playing with the best quarterback in the league. You know that if you do your job and stop stop um, opposing offenses, get three and outs. The more you get the ball back to Mahomes, the better chance you have of scoring and winning that game. So you're definitely going to be winning if you join the Chiefs. And you can say the same thing for, I mean, you'll be winning, you'll win with the Eagles, but I mean, they're not the offensive fire, the offensive powerhouse that the Chiefs are. By the end of the year, the Chiefs are going to have the number one offense in the league and I don't even care about yards I'm talking about points (laughs) the Chiefs are going to have the number one scoring offense in the league this is probably the this game against the Ravens and the game coming up later in the season against the Patriots which I believe is like week 14 maybe week 15 um thus that's going to be the two hardest games or the two most competitive games for the Chiefs the rest of the schedule man I don't see anybody I don't see the Chargers (laughs) I don't see the Broncos. Definitely not. I don't see the Raiders. They got to come to Arrowhead next time. I don't. And then um, you got to play the Packers. But I'm not worried about the Packers. Uh, I'm not worried about, you know, Aaron Rodgers. Because I think the Packers, they have to come to Arrowhead Stadium. And so I don't really see anybody else on the schedule 
that uh, gives me cause or pause for concern as it pertains to the Chiefs winning. The Chiefs could possibly go, I think the Chiefs will either go 13 and 3 or 14 and 2. I don't want to speak an undefeated season. <laughs> Though I feel like, you know what I'm saying, we had that kind of team. And especially if, if the Chiefs are able to acquire Jalen Ramsey, or even if they don't get Jalen Ramsey, what if they're able to acquire Patrick Peterson? So, but I think right now the Chiefs really want to get Jalen Ramsey because he is a shutdown corner and he is younger than Patrick Peterson. He's only like 24 years old. So if you can get him on a contract and extend him, and then you see, okay, you got Honey Badger still, and you got Juan Thornhill, oh, Deshaun Breeland, you know, he's only on a one-year contract, but, you know, I think, you know, Cats want to win. Who doesn't want to play with Mahomes? And so I think the Chiefs now have, they now have a team, um, a team that is a destination for players who want to win. And that used to be and it still is about Tom Brady's there but you know Tom Brady doesn't have much longer the Patriots are the were that organization for a long time if you want to go out <clears throat> with a possible chance to win a Super Bowl towards the end of your career you still you're still good at what you do the Patriots were an ideal stopping place I think that now will become the Kansas City Chiefs where players want to come okay I want to play if I play with the best quarterback in the league, I have a better chance of winning, a better opportunity of going to a Super Bowl and winning the Super Bowl because this quarterback is beyond everyone else. So let's take a look at, at Sunday. The Ravens, they do have Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas was talking big junk. You know what I'm saying? Earl Thomas, <laughs> and, and, and I can't even lie, like we were so close to having Earl Thomas and the Honey Badger, which would have been the best safety tandem in the league. <clears throat> But uh, we didn't get him, you know what I'm saying? Baltimore came in at the last second, and as Earl Thomas was getting ready and his family was packing to come to Kansas City, it's a phone call from his agents saying this: the Ravens are offering more and years on your contract versus a one-year or two-year contract with the Chiefs, and they're offering more money. Of course, he had to do what was best for his family, and that's what he wanted was a longer, you know what I'm saying, um, some guaranteed years on a contract versus a one-year or two-year contract. So... I understand, but you know, for, for Earl Thomas to say that he's going to eliminate all those big plays just comes to show that he has not yet played against Mahomes. Cause when the chiefs played against Seattle last year, um, Earl Thomas was out of course. And of course we would have acquired him last year. Had he not gotten hurt, he would be a chief right now, but, um, he obviously hasn't played against Mahomes and he doesn't know how Mahomes can look, look, uh, look safeties off how he can do the no-look pass. Yes, I know Mahomes messed up on his last no-look pass with, with Kelsey being wide open in the end zone, but he still has that ability to do that. I'm pretty sure he's not going to mess that up again because he does it regularly in practice. So he's good at the no-look pass. So he has that in his arsenal. And he's the speed and velocity of how he throws the ball. Players have said that it gets on him a little quicker than they thought. So, it'll be interesting to see if he, I mean, I just, I can't wait till we do we get a big play. And then, you know, you can tweet like, yeah, Earl Thomas, what happened to eliminating all the big plays? Because I, I guarantee you, either Sammy or McCole Hartman is going to have a deep ball. Or even DeMarcus, that's what I'm saying, it's, you can't stop everybody. Sorry, Earl, you can't stop everybody. <laughs> we have too many weapons. So, um, then you got Travis Kelsey in the middle. So, 
Or, and we can throw it to Darwin Thompson out of the backfield or LaShawn McCoy. LaShawn McCoy, he had limited practice. It'd be interesting to see if he starts or if Darwin Thompson starts. So we'll see how that goes. But I do look forward to hopefully seeing some more of Darwin Thompson, um, who I thought we would be able to see more of until we end up signing LaShawn McCoy. I knew that that was going to cut into Darwin Thompson's playing time. But this week, we should see some more of him. He is explosive. He's small, but he's a beast. He's a baller. So I look forward to Darwin Thompson, who's, you know, the league don't really know about yet. You know what I'm saying? We saw him in the preseason, but it's almost like, you know, Kareem Hunt-esque. If uh, McCoy gets, hurts himself in the game or he's not able to go full goal, we're going to get some Darwin Thompson and Darrell Williams. Probably more Darwin Thompson, which would be good, good to see. So I know the Ravens have a good defense, very aggressive, good, uh, great defense. Last year they did blitz Mahomes a lot. <clears throat> And uh, caused some problems for him a little bit. But Mahomes was able to come through in the end. But uh, so it's, it's going to depend. This game is going to depend upon offensive line play. And if they're able to pick up the blitzes of the Ravens and, and pass protect. And give Mahomes enough time to get the ball out. And allow him to go through his reads. If we want to get that deep ball play. You know it takes a little time. Not a lot of time. Because we got four three guys. four four three and 4-4 four, four guys that that run as fast as I'll know I'll get out you know what I'm saying <laughs> but uh so the pass protection is going to be key and so Cam Irvin will be starting at left tackle because Eric Fisher is going to be out this game he's actually going to be out I, I believe four to six weeks because he had to have surgery he had a core muscle injury so Eric Fisher will be out for a few weeks so Cam Irvin is going to have to pick up that slack he's going to have to pick up where Eric Fisher left off and protect Mahomes' blind side now, if uh, Cam Irving doesn't play well, it could be a long day for Mahomes. It could be a lot of running for him, running to his right. And so, and that's one thing I know. They stood the tape on. They's like, oh, we don't want to let Mahomes get outside the pocket. But the thing is, he had to, the first game of the season, <laughs> he got injured against the Jags. Mahomes did not have his mobility. So, he was pretty much standing inside the pocket you know what I'm saying? Just kind of small paper cuts. <laughs> he was not able to push off on his foot and get the ball down, feel like he wanted to, but he was throwing his little short passes. Boom, boom, boom. Still getting them, still making plays, and still able to he – he could move a little bit, but you could tell he wasn't the same. And so um, I don't understand why people say, oh, we don't want to let him get this out of the pocket, make him pass this out of the pocket. Like Mahomes can pass in the pocket or out of the pocket. He doesn't have many or – he has very few weaknesses in his game. Very few, if any, weaknesses in his game. And so I don't know where that comes from. So I'm going to make him stay in the pocket because he can do that too. Now, what you may want to do is make him run to his left where he has to have time to kind of contort his body and get the pass off. That would be your best bet if you can get him going to his left. But even then, you know, Mahomes has shown like, yo, <laughs> so it's going to be a good game I can't, I can't wait I can't wait because so many commentators and NFL analysts have been picking the Ravens and just making it seem like their offense is just unstoppable and what are the Chiefs going to do and they're making it seem like the Chiefs defense is just horrible I give the Chiefs defense more credit than that the game really wasn't that close against the Jaguars as they scored a late kind of junk touchdown because it was 40-19 to 19 for, for a little bit and they scored a late touchdown in like the last 
two or three minutes, you know, when the game was already won for the Chiefs. So it made it look closer than what it was, but that's still a two touchdown win for the Chiefs, 40 to 26. And then they held the Raiders to 10 points. You know what I'm saying? So that's the average of, of giving up 18 points a game. And it's going to be at Arrowhead. Come on, y'all. It's gonna be, the game's going to be at Arrowhead. Oh, man. And I know the game was close last year, but come on, man. That, that The crowd is going to be so loud. I know it's going to cause problems for the snap count. I, I, um, I fully expect there to be some false starts for the Ravens, especially when they're down by their own goal line, if they have to start there offensively. But Arrowhead Stadium is going to be rocking. I just saw them. The picture of the painted field. They've got the yellow end zone with the Chiefs in red. They've got the helmet at the center of the field. They went old school with it. It's going to be off the chain. And I can't wait. So, now what, what are we going to look for in this game? What we're going to look for in this game is to see, um, like, one, the pass protection for Mahomes. That's going to be key. And also, can the Chiefs establish the run game versus this, this uh, Ravens defense? So, we actually had a pretty good run game the first game versus the Jaguar. LaShawn McCoy actually had like 85-something yards, and Damian Williams had about 20-some. So we had a little bit over 100 yards rushing versus the Jaguars. Um, but we did not have um, a lot of yards rushing versus the Raiders. Excuse me. The Raiders. So um, we need more of a consistent run game. So let's see if we're able to establish a run game that may be established with some screens. You know, um, sometimes a short passing game is an extension of the run game is what they say. So, but let's see if we can hand the ball off to Darwin Thompson and Daryl Williams and LaShawn McCoy can get some yards and we can open that up. And um, and I don't think you can stack the box. Hopefully, (laughs) if they do, that's Mahomes helps in that area as far as teams stacking the box against the run. I don't think they're. A lot of times you'll see teams fake like they're going to stack the box and then they'll drop back in coverage and try to trick Mahomes or fool Mahomes into uh, thinking there's going to be a blitz. And then everybody drops back in coverage and they only rush like four. So we'll see how uh, the Ravens game plan. I think uh, Mahomes, even stats show that Mahomes is better against the team going against him the second time. And, um, you know, he's a he's a he's a football junkie, man. He, he wants to be the best. Um, they say he was watching game film on his birthday. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was watching film, getting ready for the game on his birthday. So we know this guy is serious. We know Mahomes is a competitor. He hates to lose. He wants to win. And that's the attitude that we want for our quarterback. So we got to – and on the, the Ravens side, we got to see can we stop – defensively, can we stop or limit – Lamar Jackson running the ball. Can we limit their run game? Because they have Mark Ingram at running back. They got him. And so they they have Lamar who can run it, Mark Ingram who can run the ball. So I think if we can effectively stop their run game or slow them down in the run game, then we can kind of limit also their passing game. But the first thing we want to do is stop their run game. Because if we're not able to stop their run game, what that does is that allows them to extend the clock and hold on to the ball and eat up that time and keep the, the Chiefs' offense off the field. And that's the only way you're going to beat Mahomes if you give, is if you give him, give the Chiefs' offense less possessions. So if they're able to um, win the time of possession game 
and, and limit the, the amount of touches that the Chiefs offense gets, then that's going to be detrimental for the Chiefs. So we want to make sure that we're able to get the Ravens off the field, get them off the field on third down. Um, and if we do let them drive, don't allow touchdowns, allow field goals. We need, um, I don't want to bend, but don't break defense. I want a don't bend defense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want our defense to play so hard, man, and come out on fire. Even if we're able to start off uh, very fast, right? If the Chiefs um, can win the coin toss and we can get our offense out there first, put up some points first, and then get another stop and put up some points, that's going to be um, a key to win the game. That's a lot of... A lot of the time last year, how we won a lot of our games, we got out to an early start offensively and scoring points and putting points up to where the team had to revert to passing the ball and could not concentrate or establish a run game. So hopefully we can get an early lead, get a good jump on the Ravens and uh, kind of force them to be one dimensional and force Lamar Jackson to have to make those tough passes and, and getting the Ravens in third and long situations. So that's what I'm going to see from our defense is getting them in third and long situations and getting the Ravens off the field on third down. Woo woo. So that's what I got, man. I'm hype. Player of the game. So my player of the game on the defensive side of the ball, let's see if, um, Frank Clark can finally, uh, you know what I'm saying, make his presence felt, get a couple of sacks on Lamar Jackson. Can we do that? So let's look for Frank Clark on the offensive side of the ball. Let's see, player of the game. It's easy to pick my homes. I'm going to pick, like, which receivers are going to ball out this time. First game, it was Sammy. Um, second game is Demarcus Robinson. I think this game, McCole Hartman is going to, you know, finally get his due. I think he may be the receiver to ball out this game and get a, a lot of yards and a couple touchdowns. So let's go McCole Harvin on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, player honorable mention is going to be Darwin Thompson. I think Darwin Thompson is going to make his presence felt with the touches that he gets. And, uh, yeah. So let, let's go. Let's go, cheese, man. It's, it's, it's time to get to get another dub. Let's go 3-0. and Let's go ahead and give the Ravens their first loss so they can see, uh, you know, what this new, new, new Chiefs defense look like. You know what I'm saying? So, Let's go, Chiefs. That's all I got. Be sure to follow um, us on Twitter. You had the MTMV Sports Podcast. Also, Red and Bold on Twitter. That's at R-E-D-A-N-D-B-O-L-D at Red and Bold on the Twitter. And then uh, we're also on Instagram, MTMV Sports Podcast. That's my team, my voice. And like our page on Facebook, the MTMV Sports Podcast on Facebook. My team, my voice. Love you guys. Have a wonderful weekend. And Sunday is a day, 1 p.m. Eastern time is kickoff, 12 p.m. Central time. I'm on the Eastern time. I'm in the A, you know what I'm saying? Still repping Chiefs. Kingdom. All right, y'all. Have a good one. Love y'all. Holla back.